Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. I'm Jim Oliver, your host today, and I am solo today. And we're going to be talking a little bit about goals and finishing up the year, planning for next year. And I want to start it off with 2 Samuel 23:20. On a snowy day, he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. Now, who's he? Benaniah. And you can look up this really quick story in the Bible, and you think, well, what's significant about that? Well, think about it. A lion is 500 pounds. And, you know, in Africa, on the Serengeti, they're at the top of the food chain. There's no human without a weapon that would ever go up against the lion. And there's all kinds of references to lions devouring their prey in the Bible. And there's, there's just nobody in their right mind with a spear that would go down by themselves into a pit and kill a lion. But if you know anything about Benaniah, he knew he wasn't alone, that he had God with him. And so God's strength allowed him to have the courage to go into the pit and kill the lion and that strength. Now, by the way, if you don't believe in God, I don't want to offend you. If you believe that there was this big explosion and everything turned out perfect, which is kind of in my mind, like an explosion in a print factory and out comes the Webster dictionary. Then just think universe when I say God. Okay. But when I'm thinking of chase the lion, what is your lion? What is the goal or the dream that you have that's so big that it scares you? Because Mark Batterson, who wrote the book, Chase the Lion, okay, which is a great book, I highly recommend it. He says, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's too small. And then he has in there, he has the Lion Chasers Manifesto. And he says, quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. Run to the roar. Set God-sized goals. Pursue God-given passions. Go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. Stop pointing out problems. Become part of the solution. Stop repeating the past. Start creating the future. Face your fears. Fight for your dreams. Grab opportunity by the main and don't let go. Live like today is the first day and the last day of your life. Burn sinful bridges. Blaze new trails. Live for the applause of nail-scarred hands. Don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshiping what's right with God. Dare to fail. Dare to be different. Quit holding out. Quit holding back. Quit running away. Chase the lion. Man, I love that because, you know, in my life, I've written goals down since I was 18 years old and I had goals my whole life. 
And my goal, even though it was kind of a blind goal, and I didn't know God in my youth, but I knew that I didn't want to be poor. And I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but my dad drove a trash truck and my mom worked in a casket factory. And we lived in Inglewood, California. And I understand that they're really sprucing up Inglewood because they're bringing the Rams there, which I thought Orange County could keep the Rams. I'm a Raider fan. But, (laughs) you know, we grew up poor. We grew up not knowing where sometimes the next meal was coming from. I've lived in a lot of different houses. I've been homeless for a time. And I didn't want that anymore. To me, that's scarcity. And scarcity is the thing that scares me is I associate massive amounts of pain to scarcity. Not only in my, in my bank account, in my insurance contracts that act as my bank account, but in my mindset, in my goals, everything in my life. If my children have a scarcity mindset, I'm fast to correct them. Scarcity is not of God. Scarcity is of the devil. Fear is of the devil. God does not want you to be afraid. He does not want scarcity in your life. He wants abundance in his life. Rabbi Daniel Lappin, he wrote a book called Thou Shalt Prosper. Why God wants you to prosper and have abundance. Okay, so where do you get a drive for abundance? Well, you could get it by growing up poor. Okay, and if that didn't happen to you, you had other adversity in your life. Adversity introduces a person to themselves. And what I mean by that is it teaches you what you know and what you don't know and what you need to get better at. Tony Robbins has a formula in his program, Personal Power, and he calls it his ultimate success formula. Step one, know your outcome. What do you want? If you can't figure out what you want or you can't write it down or you can't come to a decision, how are you ever going to get what you want? Because you don't even know what you want. So guess what? You're going to get it because you're going to get nothing. Get yourself to take action by deciding to do so. Take massive action. Now, by the way, how do you make that decision? You attach more pain to not making that decision and not getting what you want than the cost of getting it to the pain that you have to put in to get it. You want to lose 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, you have to associate less pain into working out and eating right than you do into feeling bad being overweight. Okay, so you have to you have to get your mind around that and come to grips with that. Then once you start to take action, you have to notice what you're getting from your actions. Is this working? This is not working. Do what's working. Change what's not working. Right? That's it. Change your approach. Now, one of the ways that you can get this easier, you can save time, energy, frustration, is to use role models to accelerate your success rate. Seems simple, right? Find somebody who has what you want. Again, if it's losing weight, find somebody who's in great shape that lost a bunch of weight. Find out what they're doing or how they did it and then do the same thing and you'll get the same results. Now, let's think about that with abundance and where one of the areas that most people think of abundance is money. 
All right. So money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Money gives you choices. Choices give you freedom, right? Freedom to give back and serve others. Freedom to give more to your church or synagogue or temple. More to give to your favorite charity. More to make an impact in the world and in your world. So let's talk about having an abundance of money. Why do you want to have an abundance of money? What does your life look like if you have an abundance of money? Do you want to live in Carlsbad, California? You want to live in wine country? You want to live in Florida? You want to live in Louisville, Kentucky? What neighborhood do you want to live in? What does the house look like? In fact, go look at it. Go to an open house. Dream big. Where do I want to live? How do I imagine my spouse living? You got to visualize that, right? You got to experience it and then drive through the worst neighborhood in your town and think, okay, if I don't do anything, if I take no action, I might end up here. If I take massive action, I could end up in the nice neighborhood, right? And that's kind of what I lived when I was a kid is I didn't want to live there in the inner city of Los Angeles for anything. I would have done anything to get out of there. And I did. Why? Because I decided to take massive action. That's it. It wasn't smooth sailing from there. Did I have doubts? Of course I did. I had doubts all the time. But I just kept moving forward, kept taking action. What's working, what's not working, change what's not working, do more of what's working, find other resources, educate myself, read another book, read every day, pray every day, and just try to get better every day. What Tony Robbins calls constant and never-ending improvement. Now, constant and never-ending improvement sounds like a buzz phrase or you know, I mean, it, I guess it is, right? But it also is the truth. And the truth is that if you get a little bit better at something every day, pretty soon, you're going to be pretty good at it, right? Think about when you played tennis in the past or golf or whatever it is. You know, if you live in the Midwest and you haven't golfed for three or four months, you go out and hit a ball. It's like you never played golf in your life. But then by the end of summer, hey, you know what? This is feeling pretty good. So it's just like that. Just keep doing it over and over and over again. All right, so let's talk about 2020 and what you want for your goals. So one of the ways that helps you get this clarity is to ask yourself this question. If we were sitting here one year from today, looking back through all of the days between last year and today, meaning one year from now, what has to happen for you to feel like you've had incredible success? One year. Write that down. And then what you do is you just scribble it on a paper. I like to use the bigger like sketch pads and I'll use a Sharpie and then I'll put it into a mind map. And then from that mind map, I'll do some breathing where I'm focusing and praying and asking for clarity of 
show me more of what is the decisions, what are the things that I need to do? And then I'll put it into a strategy circle from a strategic coach. And the strategy circle is one of the most brilliant things that I've ever seen on how to break down a complex problem into tasks. Okay. Now, whatever tool you have, what the R factor question, which is if we were sitting here a year from today or three years from today or 10 years from today, looking back to today, what are all of the things that have to have happened for you to feel like this has been an incredible success? What are we trying to find? We're trying to find what you want. Once you have what you want, then start to build the task. The obstacles first. What are the obstacles in the way? Right? Well, I don't know how to go make enough money to afford the house that I want. Okay, that is an obstacle. So guess what the strategy is to overcome that obstacle? I need to learn what other people have done to afford those houses. And if you knock on the door, which you might do, and say, hey, what did you do to afford this house? I love your house. It's beautiful. I want one just like it. They might say, I won the lottery. Okay, don't go to the store and buy a bunch of lotto tickets, please. Okay, go to the next house, knock on the door, ask them what they did, right? And if it's, hey, I invested in real estate, I started a business, I, I'm in sales, I'm a, I'm a doctor, I'm a whatever it is, find one that you relate to. And then you know what? Just ask them, is there any way I could interview you? And interview them, find out what they did, and then do that. But it has to be one that you relate to. I mean, if it, you know, I'm 54 years old, if I knock on somebody's door in a house that I want to own, and they say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a plastic surgeon," and I think, "Well, that's 17 years to become a plastic surgeon," and at 71, I don't think anybody's gonna, you know, hire me to be a brand new plastic surgeon. That's probably not the best goal. That's probably not the best mentor for me. But if I meet somebody that says, well, I went from having 200 doors to 2,000 doors in five years, and it was fun. Hey, can I come in? I know this is weird, but can I come in and sit down? I just like to interview you, or could I come back at a more convenient time? I guarantee you most people, the people that have the most amount of money, not the people that are pretending to have money, but the people that have the most amount of money are gracious with their time and they're happy to help. Okay, so we're going to figure out what we want. What are the obstacles in our way? What strategies can we employ that are going to get rid of those obstacles? And then what's left? Well, we got to take action. Massive action. Then just like Tony says, we have to see what's working, what's not working. But you know, most people never get by what they want. So you have to figure out what you want and you have to figure out why you want it. Because if you don't know why you want it, you don't know what pain you're trying to avoid or what pleasure you're trying to seek to get it, you won't do it. Absolutely, it's not gonna happen. So we gotta figure out that. Then here's the next thing. Read your goals out loud every single day. Now, if I said to you, read your goals out loud every single day 
for the next 365 days, there's some of you that would just say, that's just too much. So I think of it like this, is I, I remember I had a friend that wasn't really reading his Bible very much. And he confessed this to his pastor. And his pastor said, well, could you read one word in the Bible every day? And of course, I mean, how could he say that he couldn't read one word, right? So he did. He said, of course, I could read one word every single day. Well, you probably are seeing where the story goes is, did he read just one word? No. He started reading more and more and more. And pretty soon, he was quite the Bible scholar. So I want you to read your goals out loud to yourself in the mirror every day for 10 days. 10 days. Now, somebody said to you, I just only want you to eat carrots for 10 days and I'll give you this big reward. I could do that. I could do anything for 10 days. Or maybe it's just carrots for breakfast. I'm only asking you to read your goals in the morning. Now, if you really want to be an overachiever, then read them in the morning and read them before you go to bed. Because if you read them before you go to bed, then your brain works on those goals all night long. Okay, so how do we stay motivated to hit these big monster chase the lion goals? Well, that's not easy, is it? But what we have to do is we have to have an attitude of gratitude. We have to be grateful for what we have. So once we read our goals in the morning, we're going to ask ourselves, what are we grateful for in our lives today? Who are we grateful for in our lives today? Who are we going to serve today? Ask yourself those three questions and at night, answer them or answer them in the morning. I'm sorry. At night, write down the three things that you're grateful for, the three wins you have for that day. Now, by the way, that right there, if you write down three wins that you had every day, I don't care if it was, it took a 20 minute walk and it took me two hours. I don't care. Whatever that win is, write it down. Pretty soon, you're going to start to see progress. And once you see progress, you're going to get motivated. And once you're motivated, then there's nothing you can't do. Because if you're motivated, you're doing what? You're taking action, right? So when I think of breaking away from the herd, which is what this podcast is all about, the things that I've just mentioned are critical to breaking away. You have to have goals. You have to have a plan. You have to go find somebody that has what you want and ask them how they did it. It's as simple as that. It's not simple, by the way. One of my favorite quotes, simplicity is elusive. Now, I used to, I used to credit Einstein with that quote, but I can't find anywhere that Einstein actually said that or is quoted as saying that. Now, I'm not arrogant enough to take it as my own. I'm not the first person that said it. I might be the third. No, I'm just kidding. Adver or, I'm sorry. I was going back to adversity introduces a man to himself. But simplicity is elusive just means that even though it's simple, doesn't mean it's easy to do every single day 
do the things that you need to do. So we all know 21 days to create a habit, a new habit, right? Best way to break a bad habit, create a new habit. So we're just going to ask you for 10 days to read your goals out loud and write down what you want and listen to this tape. And if you need any help with this, send me an email, be happy to help you. I'd be happy to try to get you motivated or help you find a mentor. Tell me what you want. Then I'll go to work for you to serve you. Until next time, go chase that lion. This is Jim Oliver. Thank you for sharing time with me today. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.